lot of people talk about, you know, Bill Gates and Gavi and the money that they put in. But when you look at what they're trying to do, um, Bill Gates's money is looking like chump change. They're looking to raise seven billion dollars for their four-year plan, 2025, 26, 27, and 28, to fund their operations. But on top of that, by an order of magnitude, they have said many times that they want thirty billion dollars a year to fund this pandemic agreement and a overall, like, emergency fund of a hundred billion dollars. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. That was researcher James Rogowski, and he's back with an update about the World Health Organization and that war criminal Tedros and the other war criminal, Bill Gates. Frankly, these people are in the process of building the global health security agenda infrastructure so that during the next pandemic, they can lock you down and deliver the bioweapons masquerading as vaccines in order to kill you. Guess what? The truth is the next pandemic is already here. It's happening now. It's called Died Suddenly. Friends, this one comes with a call to action. We need everybody to stand up and help us defeat this tyranny. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Have you guys taken a good look at the banks lately? On the surface, everything looks fine, but there's a whole lot more going on underneath. It's like looking under the hood of a car and finding nothing but a mess of broken wires and parts. Debt is hitting a record high. It's really scary when you stop and think about it. Why risk your money for a tiny return when things are so shaky? This is where Noble Gold Investments can help. The money printing is never going to end. And Noble Gold Investments is like a friend who knows about keeping money safe. And they suggest gold and silver. Now keep in mind, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee, but they do have a sweet deal, a free one quarter ounce gold standard gold coin this month if you qualify. If you're curious, just give them a call right now at 877-646-5347 and tell them SGT Report sent you. It's just a chat, no pressure, but they'll help you figure out if gold and silver are right for you. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com and take the first step toward a safer financial future. 877-646-5347. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. It's Sean from sgtreport.com, thephaser.com, and thelibertymill.com with a very important returning guest. This is the man that's going to help us keep the World Health Organization in line because I personally think they want to take over the world with their mandates. Tedros has a different story to tell. We'll play that soundbite in just one second. James Rogowski, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Sean. Um, it's a lot of stuff to talk about today, so I'm looking forward to it. All righty. I want to lead with just a brief bit of news. And it's, I think, apropos to our entire conversation because, you know, they are trying to destroy us. And specifically, our cities are now in the process of collapsing. I want to play this clip real briefly, about a minute from Tucker. And then I want to show what's happening in my neck of the woods because of policies like this, James. The story of history is the story of invasions. One group of people moving into someone else's land and taking it. One nation ends, another begins. Invasions drive history. Few Americans understand this is happening to them right now. The United States of America is being invaded. For the love of God, this is a damn invasion. Who is allowing this? They invaded our privacy. I think it's an invasion of the country. In other words, it's ending. The country you grew up in no longer exists. Soon it will be unrecognizable. 
No one is fighting back. Few are even acknowledging it. And the people who lead us are letting it happen. Why are our leaders letting this happen? Well, to destroy the country and to change the demographics. Who lives here determines what the country's like. This country is changing faster than you may understand. Americans are being replaced. That's not a conspiracy theory, it's a fact. In August of 2023, illegal immigration outpaced American births, a brand new population. Last year alone, over three million people came here illegally just over our southern border. The media won't tell you it's happening, but if you look around, you can see it, and you can see it most clearly in our cities, which are collapsing. In our cities, which are collapsing, which brings me to the next news item I want to share with all of you. Commercial real estate is plummeting the most in demon rat controlled cities like Minneapolis, where violent crime is soaring. Now, get this. The Kickernick building you see right there is a building right downtown in Minneapolis. I worked in the building next to this building for three years from 1996 to 1999 when Minneapolis was beautiful and peaceful. Well, as the result of the demon rat policies, as the result of soaring violent crime, this building was sold to the poll ads, very wealthy people, in 2017 for $19.15 million. Well, it just resold for $3.79 million. Guys, these policies aren't just affecting you and me and the average Joe. They're even affecting billionaires like the Polads who own the Minnesota Twins. Now, the new Twins stadium called Target Field is three blocks to the north of this building. The Timberwolves play at Target Center, which is four blocks to the east. And the Target corporate headquarters is a few blocks to the south. So this is really the heart of Minneapolis and it's under siege thanks to the Democrats and their policies. So they're really, truly destroying our cities. The cities are literally collapsing, friends. And here's the last news item I want to share. If you haven't had enough of these policies yet, how about this? New York moves to begin vaccinating children without parental consent, to which I wrote, this is at the least reckless endangerment, a felony, or worse, it's manslaughter if and when kids die from these bioweapon injections. And if these fools know what they're doing, if they know what we know, friends, it's premeditated murder. All right, I want to play a clip from Tedros in just one second. But James, you're a smart guy. What do you say about this? It seems to me if the Chinese were invading or the Russians were invading, they wouldn't care if you were a Democrat or a Republican. I mean, at what point do we come together, Jim? Well, you know, they've been invading our minds um, for you know my entire life. So um, I think you got one more clip to play and then we'll dive in. I do indeed. I have one more clip to play, and it's from the war criminal himself, Tedros, over at the World Health Organization. And he claims that they're not up to anything nefarious whatsoever. Jim, you're the expert on this. I want you to tell me, is Tedros telling the truth in this 38 second clip? Let me be clear. WHO did not impose anything on anyone during the COVID-19 pandemic. Not lockdowns not mask mandates, not vaccine mandates. We don't have the power to do that. We don't want it, and we're not trying to get it. Our job is to support governments with evidence-based guidance, advice, and when needed, supplies to help them protect their people. All he cares about is protecting people. And here he is with Hillary Clinton as they discussed pandemic preparedness. James, I'm coming back to you. Uh, what do you say about Tedros? Is he telling us the truth? 
the trick is that that's a partial truth. And so um, let, let me dive in because they're very good at crafting the language. That's kind of what they do for a living is put words on paper and deal with, you know, I've often called them the world hypnosis organization. I, I told a story months ago. I got a, a delivery that went to a local pickup place. And I, in, in my um, notice that it had been delivered, you know, about a mile from my home, there was a little um, suggestion in there that when I went, this was, you know, years ago now, that I should social distance and I should wear a mask. And it was advice from the WHO. Well, I laughed at it because I realized that what he said is true. But what happens is the media gets a hold of it and people just give up their own you know, bodily autonomy, their own personal rights and freedoms when someone makes a suggestion. And so it's much deeper than that. So let me get into really what's going on because part of the problem with the negotiations that he's really referring to um, is that there are two tracks and people for the last two years have been trying, every time I've talked with you, we've done a very good job, I think, of saying, okay, here we're talking about one track and now we're going to talk about another track. There's a whole series of negotiations going on with amendments to the international health regulations much of the information that people are concerned about are in those documents. That's not what I'm here to talk about today. We've talked about that before, and I don't want to mix people up. That's a mess because they missed their deadline back on January 27th. In terms of the amendments to the international health regulations, they missed their deadline. They should not be able to even submit or consider for adoption in May anything to do with amendments to the international health regulations. Let me put that off to the side. That's where many of the very, very concerning issues are. But people have been talking about these things, getting them mixed up, and saying that those details are in what people call the treaty. Well, the treaty is a different beast altogether. And in that clip, that he mentioned, the very last piece of that, he was talking about helping to supply, you know, nations with needed, you know, pandemic related products. That is the part of that clip that is absolutely true. In that clip, which interestingly enough, the original suddenly became private, you know, it was an eight hour video of, of their meeting. And, um, it's no longer readily available. It's wonderful that people clipped that out on, on Twitter. One of the things I believe I heard him say very clearly was that they, the WHO, has a 20,000 square meter facility, a distribution point in Dubai. Um, Sean, you know, do the metric math on that. Think about how many football fields that might be. Imagine the contracts that would you know, have to go out to fill that large of a distribution center. What we're dealing with here is not what people think. The proposed pandemic treaty is not even a treaty. It's a framework convention that would set up, they used to refer to it as the conference of the parties, 
in the latest document, which I obtained and I've published and people can read on my Substack, they've changed the name to the governing body of the pandemic agreement. Now, this is very similar to the Framework Convention for Climate Change, which is a glorified you know, deal to manipulate money. It's to scare the daylights out of people and to funnel billions of dollars, in, in this case, into the pandemic prevention, preparedness, fear-mongering industry. If, if you, and I know you do, if you understand the Hegelian dialectic, you go create a problem and then you show up with the solution. And nowadays, if you can get the government to create money out of you know, clear blue sky by a couple of keystrokes, the market sector that deals with pandemic-related products is about as profitable a sector as you could imagine. Now, I've been talking about this since November of 2022, when the Indonesian health minister was giving a presentation to the B20, these are the business leaders from the 20 largest nations in Bali in November of 2022. Now, their health minister from Indonesia is not a doctor. He's formerly a banker. And he was speaking to the business leaders and he said, hey, the United States is getting ready to set up the World Bank Pandemic Fund. They've got billions of dollars they're going to put it into pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response. This is a great business opportunity. Go invest. Now, a month after that, the Congress of the United States passed the National Defense Authorization Act. The U.S. Defense Department is pledging $5 billion over the next five years from last year. They've already doled out 300 and some hundred, you know, 300 and some million dollars to Caribbean nations and nations all around the world, a total of 37 nations where we are funding the build out of the pharmaceutical hospital emergency industrial complex in nations around the world. I, I kind of talk about this like, you know, the Oprah clause, you know, you get a Wuhan Institute of Virology and you get a Wuhan <laughs> Institute of Virology. They're building out the global health security agenda infrastructure. It's borderline, you know, biological weapons research and development. And, and you got to go back to colonial times to really think about this. Colonizing nations would exploit the natural resources of whatever nation they were colonizing. If they cut down the forest and took the timber to go make furniture, or they took the iron ore or the gold or the silver or the diamonds, or, you know, now it's lithium and cobalt, Go take it back, you know, make it into finished products that the people in the area that are being exploited, they can't afford the finished product. Well, these negotiations really came to be because if you can remember what happened in South Africa and Botswana, when they did whatever they said they did and claimed that there was this new variant called Omicron, the international health regulations say very clearly that you know, they're not supposed to be greeted with lockdowns and travel restrictions, but they were. But they handed over all that information, the genetic sequence, and Pfizer and Moderna put that in the booster and made a couple of more billion dollars. So what they're dealing with, the article that I just put out about an hour ago this morning, is they're arguing over a pathogen access 
benefit sharing system. If you had the technology to go out and find a really scary pathogen, could be anywhere under the sun from any animal, insect, fungus, whatever, that's worth a lot of money. And what they're haggling over is the little crime bosses who want to build out their pharmaceutical hospital emergency industrial complex and profit from the pathogens that they can identify. They want the intellectual property and the manufacturing know-how and the investment capital to help them build out their capability to profiteer from the next pandemic. When they say they know there's going to be a next pandemic, it's because you know that's where the profit margins are. And so what we're dealing with here is it, not anything other than organized crime on a massive scale, trying to get government and foundation money and you know who knows how they're going to create money in the future to funnel through the WHO so they can become the distribution center and hand out all the contracts. Well, you know, think about a 20,000 square meter distribution point. That's just one. The amount of money that we're talking about to fill such a distribution center with with what? You know, are, now if you're if you're in line to get those contracts, um, you're probably an advocate for this type of thing. We the people need to treat this the same way we did ten years ago with the Trans Pacific Partnership. I have every faith that people who watch your show can read this document. I obtained a copy of it. I've published it. There's still a couple of um, articles that they have not released. But the vast majority of it, I believe that the regular men and women of America around the world can see through the veneer that they're trying to present of, oh, you know, we're trying to save the world from the next pandemic. No, you're trying to set up, you know, the industry that feeds off of fear. And when the Trans-Pacific Partnership was trying to be pushed through in secret almost 10 years ago, People found out about it. Um, you know, even Congress wasn't allowed to get a copy of it. They had to go into a skiff and just read it. They couldn't take pictures or um, even notes. But we learned about it. We, the people, got an understanding of what they were trying to do. And we collectively said, hell no. And I have every faith that we're going to do that again because the enemy really is the pharmaceutical hospital emergency industrial complex who sells poisons that are either swallowed or ejected under the guise of pretending to, you know, improve your health. That's right. Well, it's time that people wake up and, and just say, you know, what part of no, is it the N or is it the O or is it the combination? Which part of no do they not understand? Well, they don't understand it if you don't say it. You just have to speak up. Now, I encourage everybody, go look at the document. Don't take my word for it. When you hear somebody say something, that's hearsay. You can read the document. You can take one paragraph at a time, and you can do a little TikTok video, take a screenshot and hold up whatever it is you're upset about and point to their documents. And if you like it, you know, if you want the, the next decade to be ruled by the framework convention for pandemic preparedness, prevention and response. Yeah, we don't. 
like the framework convention for climate change is causing all of this insanity right now. Well, you know, maybe you're in support of it. So go ahead, make a video in support of it. But I, I trust that the vast majority of people don't want tens of billions of dollars to be sent to other nations to build out the pharmaceutical industry so that they can profit from jabbing the people that they missed the first time around. Well, here's the thing, Jim. You know, you're such a level-headed guy as you convey this information. I think a bit of what's being lost here is the sense of urgency that we are already living in the next pandemic. Died suddenly, okay? We are living, and you said they're building out the global health security agenda infrastructure. Well, these people are vampires. They preyed on Haiti. So I'm reminded of that photo of Tedros and Hillary. The Clintons and the Bushes preyed on Haiti. They raised all that money after the earthquake via the uh, telethon, if people remember that. It was tens and tens of millions of dollars. The Haitian people got none of it. So these people, these demon creatures, on both sides of the aisle, the Bushes and the Clintons, they prey on people, and now they're preying on we the people. Okay, guys, it shouldn't be that big a leap for people to understand this. We are living in the next pandemic right now, and these people are vampires. Let me show you something. Jim, I should have you read this, uh, but the World Health Organization's attempt to negotiate a trade agreement in secret in order to ensure equitable access to pharmaceutical poisons and injectable bioweapons is not a sane way to prevent the next pandemic. It is evil. It is the next pandemic. Here, read this next paragraph, and then I want to show you all something. Jim, can you read this one right here? This is organized crime that's designed to seek out pathogens with pandemic potential. That is their term. It's defined in their document. In order to terrorize billions of people around the world and convince them to damage their health, while the organizations that are involved rake in billions of dollars from both public and private sources. Okay, so this is a cartel, a global mafia. Okay, we have corporations governments that's the definition of fascism uh, fascism and that's right well let me just I've, show you this here's the thing man this is what is happening as the result of this bioweapon and the mainstream horror media ignores it like it's not happening and god bless jimmy Dore. he's one of my favorite people out there now and uh, he's a democrat he defines himself as a democrat but he's as woke as anybody i know and he writes i wonder why this isn't the headline in every newspaper and the lead story on every tv news show it's because they're 100% corrupted by pharma money and paid to literally lie to you and shame you for questioning any of it. They never even mention 20% of dead people now have never before seen huge white clots in their veins that started in 2021. mRNA vaccines are poison and killing millions of people, and they're still telling you to give it to your baby. So that's what's up, Jim. It's so much worse than we're conveying in this interview so far. Absolutely. And they're not just doubling down. They want to go up by an order of magnitude. Now, this may sound strange. A lot of people talk about, you know, Bill Gates and Gavi and the money that they put in. But when you look at what they're trying to do, um, Bill Gates's money is looking like chump change for what it is they're trying to implement. The WHO is currently going through what they call their 14th general program of work. I call it begging for billions. They're looking to raise $7 billion for their four-year plan, 2025, 20, 26, 27, and 28, to fund their operations. But on top of that, by an order of magnitude, they have said many times that they want 30 
billion dollars a year to fund this pandemic agreement and a overall like emergency fund of a hundred billion dollars. This is about money, you know, follow the money, um, you know, who benefits, cui bono, just look at the fact that there's no audit trail that they're talking about in this agreement. There's no terminology in terms about, you know, how and why would contracts be given out? If you can gain access to that amount of money, the harm and destruction that you can cause and the profits that you can distribute to your cronies is almost beyond you know, comprehension. But I have faith that you, whoever's watching this, can comprehend corruption when you see it. They're not, they're not there yet. They're having trouble because the small crime bosses are arguing with the big crime bosses. It's global north versus global south. They all want a piece of the pie. And what we need to do is just take that pie completely off the table, exit the WHO, exit the UN, and, and just say, look, we're tired of these games. They're not doing anything at all to discuss the harms that they caused over the past years. If anything, you know, those billions of dollars should be going to help the people that they harmed. But, you know, they're not talking about health in any way, shape or form. This is a trade dispute attempting to set up, as you said, my, I was going to say, it, but you beat me to it. It's a cartel. Um, to try to feed money into crony fascists, quite frankly, because government um, foundations and non-government organizations and corporations are all working together to screw men and women around the world under the guise of trying to prevent the next pandemic. Well, Sean, you know, here's a rhetorical question. Um, do you think that going out into the world into the local bat cave, into the local septic system, your your chicken coop, or in their term, you know, at the veterinarian's office when you bring in your companion animal. Do you think that looking for pathogens that have pandemic potential, building out a WHO coordinated laboratory network to work on those, get the genetic sequences, and then pass them off in a pathogen access and benefit sharing system? where you know, a, a certain amount of the products are given back to the WHO to be distributed, do you think that's how you prevent the next pandemic or is that how you profit from it? Yeah, that would be a system set up by Lucifer himself. I'm not kidding. Because they are trafficking in the souls of men. They're trafficking in the lives of men and women. They know they're killing people. This is all part of a depopulation plan, okay, at the very highest levels. So you want to talk about conspiracy theories? This is probably the most significant conspiracy we've ever uncovered. This is so much bigger than 9-11. It's so much bigger than, I don't know, pick your favorite false flag. This is a conspiracy to extinguish mankind and profit from it while they do it, Jim. Speak up about it. People often ask me, well, what do I do? Do the same thing that we did during the Trans-Pacific Partnership attempt. Spread the word. Get an understanding of what's going on. Read the damn documents. Okay, now I'm going to give you a warning. Chapter one will give you diabetes. Okay, it is sickeningly sweet and it has all kinds of wonderful platitudes and, and propaganda. I've laid out 
12 of the topics and given you the articles where they reside. Now, articles 12, 14, and 15, we don't have new versions yet. We still have the old versions, but those are bad enough. When you hear somebody say something, you don't know if they got it right or they got it wrong. If I say something and somebody repeats it and somebody repeats it and it gets all mangled along the way, go back to the source, print out the document, cut out one little paragraph, wrap your head around one thing that's got you in an uproar, do a little TikTok video of it. I mean, like back in, in China about a year ago, people were holding up blank pieces of paper to signify that they were being censored. Just isolate one piece of their document and comprehend whatever it is and express your opinion and then share that with whomever you may feel is your public servant and demand that they take a stand for or against it. Now, I've got a lot of information. Um, I summarize it by saying, if you have any questions, you can call me. My number is 310-619-3055. I'm an advocate for exiting the WHO. You can go to exitthewho.com. If you're elsewhere in the world other than the United States, you can go to exitthewho.org. And if you think we should go one step further and exit the UN and the WHO, go to stoptheglobalagenda.com. And so the answer to this, number one, starts with awareness. So the easy answer for what do you do is take SGT's video and post it and share it everywhere you possibly can just to raise people's awareness because the way we stopped the Trans-Pacific Trade Agreement was people power. People heard about it, they learned about it, they spoke up about it, and they let their politicians know that the answer was no. And I have every faith that we're going to do that again with this purported pandemic treaty so thank you sean i appreciate you yeah of course brother of course let me show your website one last time <laughs> there you go there's a meme for you guys why don't you just cut and paste that and put it all over twitter with a link to james page in fact i'll do that as soon as we get off this call all right i will leave the link below jim thanks so much for standing with humanity and uh you know you're really the leader in this space trying to inform people about the world health organization and this treaty and uh, it's really sad that we don't have people like you in positions of power in our government, but it's not even our government anymore. People are waking up to that fact. It is a corporatized government. It is a service corporation masquerading as the people's government. And that's why all your money, guys, is going to Ukraine and Israel and anywhere but to your city. And that's why the immigrants are coming to your city and they're getting money that the veterans and the homeless people don't get. <laughs> Welcome to the new world order. Our guest has been James Rogowski. James, thank you so much. Thank you, Sean. All right, brothers and sisters, spread this one far and wide. Thank you so much for all of you intelligent patriots who are listening. Do your job. Call your Congress critters. Call your senator. Explain to them that you know what's up and you're not going to stand for this malfeasance and treason anymore. And for real news every single day, visit us for free at sgtreport.com. That is the antidote to corporate propaganda and all of those CIA mockingbird mainstream media lies. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye.
So this is an extinction level event of mankind that's going on right now. We are not pumping or dumping fear. We're laying this out here and this is a call to consciousness worldwide. This is what they're using as the gateway for massive connectivity with the Y-band, wireless body area network. And this is what uh, Dr. Young's talked about. He says, by removing the graphene, we are going to be able to disable these microchips that everyone are seeing, these constructions that are forming within the vaccines within our bodies. 